Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and I'm back. I'm back in the OC. So I, uh, last episode, I was telling you guys that I was traveling. I was actually out in Arizona, out in the Grand Canyon, and now I'm back in California. I'll be here for a couple weeks, but then I'll be doing some movement this summer. So you guys are going to hear me coming at you from California for a little while, but I'll keep you updated on where I'm going, what I'm doing. I'm actually, and like I said, I will be traveling this summer heading up to the Pacific Northwest, up in Oregon, heading back to Florida, also going to the Grand Canyon quite a bit, to Arizona back and forth. But I'll be going international this year as well. So I'll let you know when and where that is happening. But guys, check this out. It is almost February. We have now 11 more months in 2020. So I hope you are still working on your impossible goal. Are you still collecting fails? Are you out there taking massive action? So massive, in fact, that your results are not meeting your expectations. That you're out there wanting to get a thousand clients and you're getting 10, right? Are you out there wanting to make a million dollars and you're making 10,000? What is it that you're failing on, but you're failing in a way only that you're not meeting expectations, that you're actually succeeding in that you're learning and that you're showing up and that you're growing and developing into the person that you see yourself in your future. That is success. Success is the becoming. Success is the growth. Success is here. You are successful. Successful is here and now. And when you start to think that way and feel that way, that is how you become successful. That's how you get the results that you're looking for that you think you need to have before you can feel successful. Feel the success now. Cultivate that now because that is how you're going to get the results. Continuous, consistent, massive action. And the first thing I want you to do to take massive action, guys, kind of stepping away from the impossible goal of 2020 and into the quantum alpha male that we're going to talk about today, go to iTunes and leave me a review. I'm getting a lot of you guys that are sending me emails. You guys are sending me notes. You're sending me all kinds of different, you're getting all kinds of different ways you're getting hold of me, Instagram, Facebook, and you're sending me these notes and saying, hey, Kevin, look, I'm listening on Spotify and I cannot leave you a review on iTunes. But I love the show, Keep It Up. And I love that. That's great. Yes, I'm on a mission to get 500 ratings and reviews. I'd like five stars. I know there's some out there that are like four stars, one star, whatever. But I want 500 five-star ratings and reviews. And you guys that are unable to do that for whatever reason, iTunes is not available in your country. I get it. That happens. I love the emails. Thank you for sending them and thank you for listening. Let's get into the episode, guys. So here's what happened. I plan these episodes out. Like I plan them out. I've got a list of content that I want to teach you guys. But sometimes people will ask me a question and I'll insert an episode into the deck, like kind of throw a card into the deck, right? And 
that's what happened with this episode. I was chatting with a friend on Instagram. We were IG messaging back and forth. And he sends me a question. He sends me, is the alpha male a rational male? You know, to use reason. And I thought about it for a little while because I hear that a lot. I hear a lot of my students, my audience, my friends, they talk about reason. They talk about being rational. They talk about stoicism. They talk about mind, you know, controlling your mind over your emotions, kind of like, you know, having control over this beast of avoiding emotion or reacting to emotion, which I do talk about a lot. But I want you guys to understand that it's, that's not the alpha, right? The alpha is not that reason. It's not that ration. And so, what I responded to my friend and what this whole podcast episode is about is me kind of thinking about, okay, so if it's not the reason, right, if it's not going into your mind and being rational, then what is it? Like, what? how can I describe it? And I know that a couple episodes back, I did something on the alpha. And so this is kind of like throwing this episode in the deck here, maybe a little bit premature, but I think it's such a great question. And what I came up with was the alpha male is the quantum male, not the rational male, but the quantum male. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about that. You guys know I'm a super nerd. Okay. I'm not just a nerd. I'm a super nerd. The things that I like, the things that I pay attention to, the things that I absorb, imbue myself with, sort of constantly learn about, are things like neuroscience and quantum mechanics and cellular biology and social dynamics and all of these things that, you know, I mean, I'm not sitting there watching television. You know, I'm not watching The Sopranos or I'm not watching The Breaking Bad. You know, I'm not, that's not what I'm doing. I'm doing a lot of reading and a lot of learning. So I'm a big super, super nerd. And one of the things that I really nerd out on is quantum mechanics. And so when I thought about this, I was like, how can I talk to you guys? How can I explain this to you guys so that you understand not just, you know, the alpha, the beta and, you know, how to manage your mind, how this podcast episode will help you in some way. Like, how, what are you going to get out of this episode? But also, how do I explain quantum mechanics? Like, how do I explain this in such a, a simple way? So I went to Google. <laughs> I went to Google. I said, well, look, Google's got to do it for me. So basically what Google said, what Wikipedia came back with was quantum mechanics describes how the universe works at the level smaller than atoms. Okay. Does that help you guys? It's It also is called quantum physics, quantum theory. Quantum is the Latin word for how much. A quantum of energy is a specific amount of energy, and quantum mechanics describes how that energy moves and interacts at the subatomic level. Okay, so that may not be too helpful, <laughs> right? That may not be helpful. Let me explain this. Mechanics is movement, okay? So how things move in very small amounts. So it's how things... how light particles move, how sound particles move. And actually what scientists are finding is that it's not just these small, small, small particles, but it's also atoms and even molecules. So it can be even like hydrogen and helium and even like groups of molecules to form gas, liquid, and solid states. But essentially, the quantum theory is around energy, it's around uncertainty principle, it's around the correspondence principle. But I want to talk to you guys today about the wave particle duality, which is really more the wave function collapse. I want to talk to you guys about the wave function collapse because the wave particle duality is what I think of when I think of the alpha and the beta. So wave particle duality, let me explain this. It's a part of quantum mechanics, but what it is is that it says every particle is either a wave or a position. And when I say position, I mean it's like it takes on a place in time. As a wave, there's no 
set point. There's no position. It's kind of in the super position, right? It's kind of in several different places at the same time. And if that doesn't confuse you, then you may not understand what I'm saying, right? Because how can the same thing be in two places at the same time, right? I'm not talking about taking the same thing and cutting it in half, you know, I'm not talking about taking a slice of bread, you know, cutting it in half and seeing it in two places at the same time, because that's those are really two different things. Those are two separate particles, two separate atoms. I know we look at the bread as a whole piece and we cut it in half and then we're like, look, it's it's in two different places at the same time. It's like, well, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the bread. I'm talking about all the particles, all the atoms, all the really, really small stuff that makes up the bread. Because when you split that bread in half and it's in two different places, those molecules, those atoms are still in their respective place. And that's usually what we think of when we think of space and time. We think of everything having its own space, that the same object cannot occupy the same space at the same time. When we talk about the wave particle duality, that all breaks apart. And we actually have the same thing, the same particle that will be in more than one place at the same time. That's called a superposition. Now, that's a lot of what wave particle theory talks about. It talks about a single particle, a single atom, a single molecule, a single electron, whatever it is you want to put in your mind to, to understand this, a single shoe, right? Whatever it is you want to think about. It exists in an infinite number of places at the same time. Now, we call this a wave. So it's not an infinite number of positions. It's, we can look at it sort of as like we could talk about it being on this track, uh, or this on this path of movement that looks like a wave or looks like a, a fog, right? It looks almost like a solid mass because it's in all of these positions at the same time. But simultaneously, simultaneously, once we look at that wave, once someone, anyone, you, me, a, an observer, takes a snapshot, stops time, and in that moment says, where is this thing? Where's this particle? We can identify it. We can find a position for it. And when we find that position, we can measure that position, but we can only measure that position in a point in time. Because as long as time is moving, as long as we are in action, as long as we are non-observing that thing, it is in wave. It is in multiple positions simultaneously. Now, look, guys, I know that that may not be the best way of explaining wave particle duality. and It may not be the best way of explaining wave function collapse. So feel free to look this up on your own. I want to bring this back more to about what this has to do with improving your life and helping you elevate your alpha. But what I also want to say this to you, if this is not blowing your mind, then I highly recommend you do look into this because it's very recently my friends, very recently, that scientists have been able to take a observable piece of matter, like we're talking molecules, atoms, we're talking about things that you can see, like not with your eyes, but things that you can see. And, and they have done it with things you can see with your eyes. But before it was things you couldn't see with your eyes. And they've gotten to the point where scientists can take things you can see and separate them and put them into two different places simultaneously, simultaneously. And again, brother, if that is not blowing your mind, then it's either one, because you've heard it before, you know this already. And even then, even I know this, and it still blows my mind to think about it. Or you just don't understand what it is I'm talking about. Imagine you wanting to walk right and left at the same time and being able to do it 
Now, again, I don't even think you can think about that. I don't even think you can conceptualize that in your brain because when you start to conceptualize that in your brain, what do you think? You think, okay, well, I just split in half. Half of me goes right, half of me goes left, right? Or I morph into two people, right? I kind of like kind of like that Terminator 2, right? The T-1000 where I just like liquid metal and I split into two and now I'm going two different directions. Or I clone myself and there's two of me now and I'm going two different directions. But all of that is not what I'm talking about because all of that has to do with two different things going in two different directions. What I'm talking about is you, one thing, being in two places at the same time. It's almost, you're almost unable to conceptualize it. <laughs> and when you see it, because again, you can look it up. It's on the internet. Like scientists have done this. You can look it up and you can see it. When you see it, you almost can't believe what you're seeing because it's, it's so mind-blowing. And so I'm going to move away from that because I, I want you guys, I want to talk about more about the alpha, but it's just so crazy. So, but that's what I mean when I say quantum state, because here's the thing. The alpha is not a rational male, right? It's not a rational mind. It's not a rational human because it's not the, the brain or the, or the judgment that goes in and reasons back and forth and wrestles with the circumstance and says, okay, this is the circumstance. And then I want to wrestle with this to get the best situation out of it, right? I don't want to take this bad circumstance and try to make it good, or I don't want to take this good circumstance and accept it as good, or I don't want to take this and let's, you know, take whatever I have and kind of like reason and, and convince myself of right, wrong, good, bad, better, worse. Like that's all beta thinking. That's all judgmental thinking. The alpha state is beyond that, transcends all that. It's the curiosity. It's the non-judgment. So the reason, right, the rational male, the rational brain is going to be good, bad, right? I want to reason with this to find the best outcome. For the alpha state, there is no best outcome because there's a superposition of outcomes. There are an infinite number of outcomes. There is an infinite number of choices, right? There's no best choice. And I say outcome, what I mean is choice. The outcome is going to be what it is based on action. What I'm saying is the choice. There are a superposition of choices. You can choose to do anything you want. It is the volition that you have. It's the free will. So think about the alpha as this wave function, right? The superposition of options that you have based on the neutral circumstance being handed to you for you, right? So this is a circumstance being delivered to you. This is your opportunity. And then the alpha is that wave of possibility. It's that wave of, I can choose to think about this and choose to believe about this and choose to act on this any way I want. I have an infinite number of potential positions to choose from because right now I'm in that wave, right? I'm in that alpha wave. The beta condition is the judgment. The beta condition is the choice. So the alpha is the observer, right? You have this alpha observer kind of in the circumstance, observing the superposition of options, superposition of choices. And then once you make a choice, once you say that position or that position, or that's what I'm going to do, or that's what I'm going to choose, that's what I'm going to say, that's what I'm going to think then that wave collapses. You have that wave function collapse and it collapses into position from the observer and becomes a part of the beta condition. It becomes subjective, becomes subjectivity. And in subjectivity, then you act and you make that choice. So when you're acting from the alpha state versus when you're acting from the beta condition, 
you're always making an action from an emotion. You know, all actions are driven from emotion, guys, right? Here we go. Back to the model. Thanks, coach. Thanks for reminding me of the universal truth, right? All actions come from emotion and all emotions come from thought, but all thought comes from judgment. You have to make a judgment. You have to say, you have to choose. You have to look at where you are. You have to look at your neutral circumstance, right? That wave, (laughs) that wave of possibility, you look at it from the alpha state and then you choose and say, this is the position. This is the choice that I'm going to make so that you can see that particle in position, make the measurement on it, right? Which is to feel the emotion, take the action, and then you get the result from it. When you're in your beta condition, guys, you're not in that superposition. You're kind of locked. It's like your hands are handcuffed behind your back, right? You don't get the option. You don't get the choice. You don't have any freedom to really see that superposition. When your beta condition kind of pulls the wool over the alpha state or when the alpha state is dormant or however you want to think about it, when you're you're acting from the beta condition, you think that that position, if we go back to the wave particle theory, you think that that collapsed wave function is the only choice that you have. It's almost like I have to do this. I am without choice. I'm compelled by this, either through over-desire, right, if we're talking about some kind of buffering, or if we're talking about emotional bondage, right, I I have to do this because I want somebody else to like me, or I want somebody else to think some way about me, or because somebody else has told me that they need me to do this in order for them to feel good. And hey, look, if I want to feel good, then I got to make sure they feel good, right? All that emotional bondage stuff that comes with relationships. But whatever it is, when you're in your beta condition, you feel out of control of choice. You feel like you don't have that superposition of option. You feel like there's just that one choice or there might be a absolute, right? There might, there might be some kind of black and white choice, an either or. I, either I do this or I do that. And that's still not alpha. That's still in that rational kind of mind. That's still kind of, oh, I have two positions. That's still beta. That's still illusion. So all of this comes back to your alpha state and the whole idea behind where it, not not so much where it comes from, because it comes from you and from without you. Like it's a part of you. It's, it's, it's what makes you, you, but it exists before you, right? It's sort of like half you and half creation. So it doesn't matter where it comes from because that's a whole nother mystery. Like that's a spiritual mystery. We'll let somebody else figure that out. What matters is how it benefits you and to elevate and to use your alpha and to use that alpha in order to not just choose because choosing comes later, guys, but to recognize the superposition of choice, to recognize the power you have. It's not just reason. It's not just, okay, I want to reason this out. It's not just logic. It's not just math because all of that is like, it's like analog. All of that stuff is analog. The alpha is digital. It's in, it's that momentous leap that we take when we go from analog to digital. And actually, it's when we go from analog to quantum because we're, we're making that huge leap. It's not thinking differently, guys. It's not changing the way you think. It's changing the way you think about thinking. That's what all that, that's what the alpha is because it comes from a position of superposition. It comes from a place of over awareness, right? It comes from a place of abundance of choice. 
Here's what's fascinating to me, and I think you guys are going to love this. When we think about love, I want you to think about love because I haven't done a podcast on love for a while. Love is in the relationship courses. I've talked about love, unconditional love, and there's all different kinds of love, right? So even when I say the word love, love is a thought because you're going to think about it a lot of different ways, right? Like I love scuba diving is very different than I love my dog, which is very different than I love my brother, right? So we have all these different kinds of loves. But when I talk about love, unconditional love, what I mean is is that love that is almost beyond emotion, not the emotion we feel. Because when I think about scuba diving, it's like, yeah, I mean, when I think about eating a ribeye, right? I'm like, yeah, I love that. I can think about that. I think about how wonderful that is, how amazing that feels, and I get the emotion of love. Like, I love it. I love to do it. I love my pets, right? I love my family. I love my friends. I have all this love. But when I'm talking about unconditional love, I'm really talking about Almost that love that goes beyond emotion. It goes beyond that good feeling. You still get that good feeling because life is emotion, right? Life is how we feel. But when I say unconditional love, what I mean is, and I think I've defined this for you guys before, it's the simultaneous knowledge, I'm going to say knowledge, simultaneous knowledge or simultaneous awareness of all the perspectives of all the people and all the things in the moment in that for that one circumstance. So what I mean by that is unconditional love is knowing in that one instance, in that one place in time, that one circumstance, whatever the fact is, right? Whatever the circumstance is delivering to us, for us, it's the recognition of all the different perspectives that anyone could ever take at any time. Because when you have all those perspectives, when you take all those perspectives in at the same time for all people, all things for the given instance, for the given circumstance, then there can never be judgment. You can never, that's what love is. That's what total acceptance is. You may have your own thoughts about what's going on, but at the same time, you have the perspective of every other person that could ever have a perspective. And because you have that perspective simultaneously, that's love. That's unconditional love. You're taking on everybody's thoughts, everybody's perspective. You're not judging anybody for thinking wrongly. You're, in fact, there's not a perspective that you don't take on as your own so that there could never be a dissenting opinion. You never have a dissenting opinion in that moment. And that's what, again, that's what I think unconditional love is because no matter what anybody comes at, you or at themselves or at the universe with in that moment, you're there with them. You're with them. You're, you agree with them. You're compassionate with them. You empathize with them because at the same time, and again, I've said this at the same time, you have that perspective as well. You have every perspective, an infinite number of perspectives for that moment. So no matter where somebody's thinking, no matter where their subjectivity lies, you are in it. You're with them. You love them. It's unconditional. It doesn't matter. That doesn't necessarily mean you agree with them, but you're with them in understanding. You're with them in their perspective. Okay. So that's what I think unconditional love is. Now, check out how close that is to being in the alpha state. Because if unconditional love is the recognition of an infinite number of perspectives, an infinite number of thoughts, beliefs around a specific circumstance, and the alpha state is the superposition of thought, the superposition of beliefs you can have in any given time, in any given circumstance, they're almost the same thing. The difference 
is that the alpha state requires your beta condition to choose so that you can bring subjectivity into your life and get the result that you want. But the alpha state itself is unconditional love. The alpha state itself recognizes that you have the power to choose any thought, belief that you want in order to create the emotion to drive the action to get the result. And love is the same. Love is there recognizing that everybody has their own perspective, right? Everybody's in their own thought. Everybody's in their own particle, if you want to call it that. They're in their own judgment, their own beta condition, even though they have the potential, right? Just like all of us to be in the alpha state, they have the potential to see the wave, to have the choice of the superposition. They're choosing this. They're choosing this thought. And when you recognize that, yeah, that thought is an equally good thought as any other thought around this circumstance because it's just a position, it's not good or bad. It's not a better or worse position. It's just a position that that observer takes when it looks at that wave function. There's nothing good or bad about it. It's still neutral. That's where love comes in. But that's also your alpha state. That's where love comes in for you. You can relate with other people because you can recognize their wave function. You can recognize how they're viewing the world. That, yeah, okay, so they've chosen this position. Okay, I see that position as well. You may not have chosen to take the same position, right, for you to observe, for you to feel differently, for you to act differently, for you to get a different result. When you observe that wave function, you might collapse it down onto a different position. But you know that their position is still equally viable, is still equally good, equally bad, equally better, equally worse, because all those are just measurements of comparison. They make no difference. They have nothing to do with the position of that particle. Does that make sense, guys? <laughs> I sure hope so, because when I put these podcasts out there, a lot of times they require some educational backstory, right? Like what is quantum mechanics? What is quantum physics? But that's really not what I do, right? I don't teach you guys quantum mechanics. What I do is I teach you cognitive mastery, and I do that in the Spartan Agogi, the school of cognitive mastery. You will learn all of this. Guys, you don't have to know about quantum mechanics. You don't have to know about cellular biology or neuroscience or social dynamics to have amazing relationships, to rewire your brain to future-focused think, to take control of your behavior, to create indomitable self-confidence. You don't need to have all that scientific how-to background. The only thing that you need is what you already have, and that is your brain, right, the organ behind your eyes, between your ears, and your alpha state, because your alpha state is the superposition that guides and controls your brain. If your alpha state is not there, and right, if it's dormant, it's always there, brother. Like we all have the alpha state. But if it's dormant, if your beta condition is just picking positions for you, right? It's just observing particles without your alpha recognizing that wave function, that wave of possibility, then your brain is in control, right? Your brain is running you. And you don't have to know about quantum mechanics to change that. You just got to know how to change your brain. And that's what we do. That's what we do in the Spartan Agogi School of Cognitive Mastery. Rewire the brain to think differently about thinking. For so long, people have told us that our brain is an information storage tool. Right? We want to store information in our brain, right? Just a bunch of trivia and math and history and all kinds of 
facts that really don't help us live life. Sure, they might help us solve problems, but they're not helping us live life. They're not helping us feel better. They're not helping us make good decisions. They're not helping us make decisions that serve our future. You know, when I say good decisions, that's subjectivity. What I mean is they're we were never taught how our brain creates our results. We were only taught how our brain stores information. What we do at the Spartan School of Cognitive Mastery is change that. We change the way we look at the brain and we train it to work for us so that we take advantage of our alpha state. We use our alpha state. That is our gift. I mean, to not use your alpha state is like to be given a gift and then without even saying thank you, right? Just kind of turning your back and walking away. <laughs> now, again, I'm not putting you down. I'm not making funny if you're, if you're not elevating your alpha on a regular basis. I'm just saying that maybe you're not even aware. Maybe you're not even aware that you have this power, brother, but you do. You do have this power. We all do. Okay, it's not even a male thing. It's a human thing. The alpha state is this quantum place where you can choose any thought, any cognition, any belief, any story you want. And once you choose, once you become that observer and collapse that wave, that infinite number of possibilities down, on, down to one thing, down to one thought that you want to decide to believe on purpose, that's where you start to get the results. And you start to practice that and train that skill and it becomes more efficient and more effective. And it is, it's a skill. And so I, we teach it in a school. I teach it in a school. The Spartan School of Cognitive Mastery. Brother, if you have any questions on that, go to thealphamalecoach.com. At the very top, it'll say work with Kevin. Click on that menu, menu link and it'll say the Elevated Alpha Spartan School. Check it out. Let me know, guys, if you have any questions on Cognitive Mastery, on the school, or even what we talked about today. If you have questions on the Alpha State that wave function of infinite possibilities that you get to choose from in order to create your future, to live your dreams. Because that's where it starts, brother. It starts as a dream, right? It starts as a thought. A lot of times we look at these infinite number of possibilities, right? We look at the superposition of possibilities and we think of one and we try to collapse our brain onto one, but then we come in and say, ah, nope, we can't do it. Can't do it. We're not worthy. We don't deserve it. We're just not capable. All those lies, right? All those lies that the, that the brain creeps in and kind of pokes you at. Whatever you can think, whatever you can imagine, whatever you can dream, you can have. And I'm not just fluffing you. Know, I'm not just blowing smoke here. I'm telling you this because I know it, because <laughs> I've seen it. Come check it out. Come and check out the Spartans because we got success stories in there. I have success stories from my own life. A lot of you guys have heard these from, my, from the podcast already. But that's what I got for you today, guys. The alpha male is not the rational male. It's not the stoic male. He's the quantum male. He's not the one that judges better or worse. He's the one that is curious about why the thought is there at all. So until next time, my friends, my brothers, elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash. Unleash.